Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. Is this, I'm just trying to be a better person. It's 2020. How many of you guys have New Year resolutions where at the end of January that are still alive? Make noise if you actually are still nice. I got some too. And every new year, I, f- I feel like this is, this is I'm, I just, I'm just trying to be a better person. And, and we're going to be reading in Galatians. And what we find is Paul is writing to the church of Galatia because he finds that they're trying to be better people too. But, but they're listening to the wrong advice. And that's where this verse, our, our, our scripture for the day, it comes in. It's Galatians 5, 22, verse 23. This is where he begins to talk about what the Holy Spirit produces. He says, the Spirit produces love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. There is no law such as, for such things as these. Would you guys close your eyes and bow your heads as I pray? Lord, I thank you for this amazing, amazing day. I thank you for allowing me to do this and get to do this. I ask that in this moment, you may speak to Christ Uncensored, this church, everyone who is here, they may hear the message that you want for them. That in this moment, you you may fully come in, that I may decrease and that you may increase. In your name, amen. So can we, can we put that verse back up? I look at this verse. Holy Spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience. And is this verse not 2020 goals right here? Like, does any, is, is there anybody who wants to be more loving? No? Is there anybody who wants to be more joyful or peaceful? I want more patience. I want to be a kinder person. I, I, I look at this verse and I'm saying, who doesn't want these qualities? But what what I find is being better and like actually being a more loving person is kind of hard. And what I've learned about myself is there's already a lot of things I'm not good at. Like there's a reason, oh thank you. There's a reason I'm not on the worship team, right? There's a reason I also don't lead any dance teams at Christ Uncensored. I found out I have two jobs now um, and I found out it's within the same field. I've, I've been doing ABA for about five, five years. And, and I, I can do some ABA, right? The, the, the things that my job requires, I know what a DRO is, a DRI. Uh, I know how to put a behavior on extinction. If you need me with behavior, I'm good. Don't ask me to make copies, though. What I've learned is I cannot make copies. They've asked me like five times and every time. One of the kids that I work with, their program is to make copies, and they've had to help me with the copy machine. I'm not good at making copies. You know what else I'm not good at? I'm not good at money. I got two jobs. Somehow I'm twice as broke. I don't know what happened. I was better off with the one job. My mom, don't nobody make eye contact with my mom though. She's like, oh, I don't know where your money's going either. That's a nice suit you have though. You have five good ones. I guess they weren't anointed enough for this. The Amazon packages keep coming in. I don't know. I don't know where your money goes either. I wonder where. I wonder where. 
I'm also not good at diets, which has been my New Year's resolution. I figured for this, we, did, we just came off a 21-day fast, but for that 21-day fast, yeah, you could clap it up for all y'all. You made it! Um, and I decided that I was going to make this fast a part of a diet that I was doing for, for the gym. And uh, Diets have never been good. Like, well, I've never been good at them. Like, I've tried to be a vegetarian maybe three or four times. I've also tried vegan. I don't know why. I thought, well, I'm not good at vegetarian. Let me go the extreme route and see if that helps. Um, I'm just not good at them. I I'm also not even really good at fasting. I know. I just got ordained. I promise I'll be better at it. But like my number one issue is I usually forget I'm on a fast. I'm just like, oh, let me get that cookie. No, 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 no I'm fasting. Wait, wait, let me, let me just taste it one more time. <laughs> Never been good at fasting, but I've gotten better this year. I've, I've been doing well. I lost 10 pounds. I'm super excited. I've been more motivated than I have ever, ever been because your senior pastor, ooh, we can say that now. Your senior pastor is dropping weight and every time he sees me, he's like, I'm coming for them clothes. <laughs> coming for them he looked at me this morning he was like i can't wait to wear that suit <laughs> he didn't say that but i felt it like i felt i was fabrically assaulted he was he was like i'm aware of that let me just try the jacket anyway i've been doing well but I, it, it's been a struggle like to go to the gym i have to wake up at a time that I, i'm not used to waking up at and i found myself one day in this journey to be better for 2020 just asking god why why does being a better person have to be so difficult? Like you read that verse, the Holy Spirit produces love, patience, kindness, and I want those things. I, I don't think there's anybody who's like, nah, I, I could use less peace in my life. But what we find is that actually being those things is so difficult. Like this week, this week, the week that I'm supposed to be getting ordained, I think the angels sing or something, this very week, I find myself, and we, we got to, I had no idea that she was going to be coming up, so we, we got to see how, how much of an impact my mother is, how amazing she is. But this week, I found myself yelling at her because she was, you know why? Because she was annoying me. You know what she was annoying me about? She was trying to figure out the ingredients that I can have as a part of my diet. And I was getting overwhelmed and I'm, and I'm trying to just like figure it out, but I'm tired and I, and I, I haven't had a moment for myself because I just came home from work and I'm, and I'm frustrated. And, and then while I'm looking up the list, she, 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 my mom asks like five questions at the same time, right? And, and she's like, oh, Ruben, you have this rash. Are you going to the doctor? Are you and I just find myself yelling at this woman who's probably sacrificed I'm 25, I'm 20, 26. She's sacrificed 26 years of I just got home from works. I remember my mother waking up at the butt crack of dawn to travel to Manhattan for, so that I could get a Nintendo Wii because they were only selling it there and we camped out. And, I'm just, and, and, and a year later, I didn't even care about the thing. And I just remember how much my mother has sacrificed. And here I am, overwhelmed and yelling at someone I should never, ever have a right to yell at. And I'm just like, God, why is it so hard? Because as I'm yelling at her, I'm like, what is wrong with you? And mom, in front of everybody, I, have, I want to apologize to you. I don't think you deserve that. You deserve a much better son. And I know after this, you're going you're gonna to list all the accolades. and Oh, you're, you are a good son and all that. 
But no, you, you, what you deserve for all that you've done, you deserve better, and I'm sorry. And all I can do is try to be better. But better sometimes feels impossible. And we, what we look at, before Paul even gets to what the Holy Spirit produces in our life, what we find is that he actually agrees. And the verse, in, verse, in Galatians 5:17, he says, what our human nature wants is directly opposed to what the Spirit that produces these things wants. And what the Spirit wants is opposed to what our human nature wants. These two are enemies. And this means you can't do what you want to do. He says, my physical nature is directly opposed to anything that is better for me. Like if you've ever tried to not eat sugar, you know what I'm talking about. Your body wants dopamine. It's, it's why people become addicted to drugs. It's why people become addicted to food. It craves, your, your body doesn't want what's good. It wants what feels good. And so often we find ourselves trying to do better, but we find ourselves in what feels better. But Paul isn't actually saying this as a problem, which I'm grateful for, because it feels like a problem. It feels like an issue. That's how I encounter it. But what Paul is saying, he's actually saying this to contrast to the solution that he already presented in the book of Galatians on how to be better. So we have to back up a little bit so we, we can understand what his solution is before we get into it. So some context is where we've jumped in, he's already explained that we've been made right with God. Because that's what was happening in Galatia. They were trying to be made right with God. And there were people coming in saying that in order to do that, they had to fulfill the Mosaic law. They had to fulfill all 613 commandments. And a sign of this is to be circumcised. And so they're preaching circumcision. And so that's why Paul is writing that, because he wants to say, no, 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 Jesus already fulfilled the law. That's not how you become a better person. And what he actually says is, if we live under the law, in Galatians 5, 3 through 6, he says, um, those of you who try to be put right with God by obeying the law have cut yourselves off from Christ. You are outside of God's grace. I warn any man who allows himself to be circumcised, he's talking about symbolic religious circumcision, guys, that he is obliged to obey, I just don't want anyone to get offended, to, he told me I'm not going to, uh, that he is obliged to obey the whole law. As for us, our hope, as for us who are not under the law, as of us who our faith is put in Jesus, our hope is that God will put us right with him. And this is what we wait for by the power of what? By the power of God's spirit working through our faith. For when we are in union with Jesus, neither circumcision nor the lack of it makes difference at all. What matters is faith that works through love. And so what Paul is explaining is that they need to stop being led by the law. What they need to be led by is the spirit. And then what transitions us to him talking about this, this feeling of futility in our fleshly nature, this feeling of, of, of not being able to do what we want to do, it, it, he now starts talking about it in Galatians 5.13. He says, now you were called to be free, but don't let this freedom become an excuse for letting your physical desires control you. Don't let your freedom turn into another form of slavery to your own physical desires. Instead, let love make you serve one another. 
And he actually goes on to say that all of the commandments, this law that they're trying to follow, are fulfilled in one commandment, which is to love others the way you love yourself. And then we get into, we get into the good stuff. He, he, he starts to give us the solution right after this. He says, don't let your physical desires control you. And then Galatians 5.16, as we start getting to what the Holy Spirit produces in us, he says, what I say is this. This is the solution. Let the Spirit direct your lives. Let the Spirit direct your lives. And you will not satisfy the desires of human nature. When we read Galatians 5.22, our opening text, what the Holy Spirit produces, the reason he's writing that is to support this idea. Let the Holy Spirit direct your life because it's the Holy Spirit who produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and humility, and self-control. And when he even says that, it's actually to contrast with what our physical nature produces. If we live a life led by our own human desires, the actions that they produce. And can I tell you that Paul is thorough when he lists these actions, like the spectrum is becoming jealous all the way down to orgies. And then he says, and other actions like these, which I'm like, Paul, like if I could, if I could talk to him, I'd be like, Paul, that's standard. Like I've, I can't become jealous. And when I see this standard, I'm just like, how can anyone make it? I, I, I can't, I'm preparing this message and I'm like, I can't be ordained. Because the standard is so high and I'm, I'm just trying to be a better person, God. And it's funny because his standard echoes the standards that Jesus said. Jesus says, if you even look at someone you've committed with lust and full intent, you've committed the act in your mind. And it makes you ask, well then, how can anyone make it? And Paul is quick to remind us that it's not about making it because before he ever says that, he says that God has already made us right with him. And that's what this entire message is about. It, he's, he sets this standard. He says it's unachievable when the physical nature is leading us. But when the Holy Spirit leads us, what we find is love. What we find is joy. What we find is peace because we're not being led by a law. We're not being led by our own physical desires. We're being led by God. And now these become qualities that we're not striving to become more like, that we're chasing after. 2020, I'm going to be more loving. 2020, I'm going to be more kind. No, the more that we allow the Holy Spirit to lead in our lives, the more that we find we become these qualities. Because he says the Holy Spirit, he doesn't say the Holy Spirit makes you be more loving, makes you, helps you get. He just says the Holy Spirit produces it. Other translations say the Holy Spirit, uh, it, these are fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is a byproduct of spending time being led by letting the voice of God lead you and overpower your own voice and overpower any standard in your life. And the verbiage is so intentional. Because when he's talking about our human nature leading us, it's all effort, it's all action, it's all verb, it's all do. So in 519 he says, what human nature does is quite plain. It shows itself in immoral, filthy, and indecent actions. Actions. But when he switches to talking about the Holy Spirit, 
And, and, and also the list of, of things that, that human nature leads us to are all acts-based. That you become jealous, you become angry. They're all actions. But when he talks about the Holy Spirit, they're attributes. When the Holy Spirit's leading us, he produces love. He produces peace. He produces patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. And I don't know if I gave you the main idea. The main idea for today is, is Paul's own main idea, and it's this. Let the Spirit direct your lives. And the, the thing that I'm trying to get through my head for 2020 is to no longer say, I'm just trying to be a better person. Because that's impossible sometimes. I can, I can achieve some semblance of it. I can achieve some progress of it. But what I want to do in 2020 and for the rest of my life is be a better follower of Jesus. I want to be a better follower of his spirit. I want his spirit to lead me and guide me in my life. Because when I follow my way, I find myself frustrated at every bend. But when I follow his way, it says that he prepares the good works for me to do in advance. So all I have to listen to him and he'll prepare it for me to do it. And I saturate myself in God's presence. His Holy Spirit becomes the qualities that are produced in me. And we learned last week on how to hear his voice. This week is all about letting that voice win more. And you might be here, here, here at this church. We believe that you belong way before you even believe in God. Or it's our hope that you would come to know Jesus. We believe he is transformational. We believe he is, he is pivotal in your life. But we don't believe that you have to believe that to be here. We're just happy you're here. And so maybe you're here and you're like, I don't, I don't even know about any of this stuff. Listen, we all have this voice, this supernatural voice. There's this guy, he says, I just know in my knower of what the right thing to do is. You just, it's this compelling compulsion to do what is right. And the more you listen to that voice, the louder it will get and the more sensitive you will become to it. Here at this church, we believe that that voice, our, our conscience is informed by the Holy Spirit. And we believe that that supernatural knowing of what is right is called the Holy Spirit. So if you just listen to that voice and let that voice win out, what we find is this battle is so much less of a battle and a victory that we can just walk in because Paul is clear to, to, to say that Jesus has already won that victory. Now, now, does this mean I can be unloving until Holy Spirit produces love in me? I'm just, I'm just not patient yet. That's not a fruit that's been come out yet no does this mean i sit on the couch and i just be like i'm just waiting for jesus to make me more joyful in the meantime i'm depressed no <laughs> i watch i'm a big believer in books on self-help and 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 psychological books uh what's that book you assigned to us professor change your brain change your life i'm a big believer in those books i'm a big believer in those videos but those things ought to be supplements to what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives, right? So, so we should be doing something, but the problem is, is that so often the things that we're doing become the main thing. And so again, I'm on this diet. I'm gonna talk about it all the time. Then I mentioned I lost 10 pounds. What happens so often, I'm on this diet, and, and a part of the diet is a high-protein diet, which is designed 
to help me work out better and longer, but also that I will gain more muscle and mass. But the diet is a supplement to the workout that's already supposed to be happening. These works are supplements to the work that Holy Spirit is supposed to already be doing and leading us. But when they become the workout, it becomes a problem. And as a matter of fact, if you have too much protein and you're not using it, it becomes detrimental for you. It becomes unhealthy. And, and I know it's a little bit paradoxical, like, so I do, but Holy Spirit also does. And Paul explains that. He doesn't explain it, but he just shows it in Philippians 2.12. He says, keep on working with fear and trembling to complete your salvation. That's me. Because God is always at work in you to make you willing and able to obey his own purpose. So work to complete your salvation. Because God is at work in you, making you able to obey him. So is it me or is it God? Yes. It's a paradox. Like, why is it that the more I try to impress people, the less people are impressed by me? It's a paradox. Like, the more that you fail, the more likely you are to succeed. It's paradoxical, but... Paul isn't trying to explain the paradox. He's not explaining what we do. He's explaining what we led by when, when we do. Because the church of Galatia was already trying to be a better people, but they were being led by the law. They were being led by people preaching the wrong thing. And then in dismantling that, he didn't want them to now be led by their own physical nature. What he wanted them to be led by was the spirit. My 2020 goal is to no longer say, I'm just trying to be a better person, start being a better follower of Jesus. And in doing that, I know, and in doing that, I know we will become better. My 2020 goal is for us to stop saying we're trying to become better people and just be better because we know that the Spirit empowers us to do so. We've talked about the authority that the Holy Spirit has. He's stronger than your, your temptation for anger. He's stronger than your temptation for depression, for your temptation for jealousy. He's so much stronger, and if I allow Him to lead, I don't have to try to be better. I just become it. He produces the better in my life. Now, can I achieve these things on my own effort? Of course, I can achieve a semblance of love and kindness. You guys ever had imitation crab? I do it all the time. Chinese food, crab ragoon. I can produce that. What I can't produce is authentic crab ragoon, God's love. I can't produce the authentic version of God's peace. And what I want is the real thing, not the imitation. Because God's love, man, Romans 8 says that neither the world above nor the world below, there is nothing that will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. His peace, Philippians says that his peace, which is far beyond our understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Christ. The kindness that he produces, it says, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior was revealed, he saved us. It was not because of our good deeds that we had done. It was because of his mercy, his kindness, that he saved us through the spirit, which gives us new birth and new life. It's because his goodness. You want to know how good God is? It says that he's good to everyone and has compassion on all he's made. His faithfulness. I want this kind of faithfulness that in Timothy, he, Timothy says, if we are not faithful, 
when we are not faithful, he remains faithful because he can't be false to himself. I want the humility that Jesus had. I want the humility that Jesus had because in Philippians 2, it says that he always had the nature of God. But he didn't think that by force he should try to remain equal with God. Instead of this, of his own free will, he gave up all he had and took the nature of a servant. He became like a human being and appeared in human likeness. He was humble. He was so humble. Say, how humble was he? He was humble and walked the path of obedience all the way to death. His death on the cross. I want the self-control that Jesus had. Because Hebrews 4 says, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess, for we have a high priest who has gone into the very presence of God. Jesus, the Son of God, our high priest is not one who cannot feel sympathy for our weakness. On the contrary, we have a high priest who was tempted in every way that we are, yet did not sin. That's the self-control I want in my life. See, the kind of better that I want to be is not a, be a better version of myself, not a better, a more loving version of Reuben's love. What I want is to be a better reflection of Jesus. I want to be a re better reflection of his goodness, a better reflection of his kindness, a better reflection of his peace. And the way that we do that is by letting his spirit lead us my thought at the end of this message here is this what have we been led by what are we being led by in contrast to his spirit is it is it you is it your own physical nature maybe it's the law the mosaic law maybe you're out there trying to cross off all 613 of those commandments or maybe it's just a law Maybe you're here, you're like, I don't even know who God is. I don't know Jesus' middle name. I don't. Maybe it's a law. Maybe it's the, the law of this world, the law that tells you you're, you're, you're 40 and, and you still don't have someone. You're, you're 30 and, and you're, you're still having trouble with your finances. You're, you're, you ought to be more successful. Maybe you're following someone else's law and saying, well, well they're more successful and they, I, I should look like them. Maybe you're following a different standard and you're trying to be a better person via the standards of something that you're not supposed to be living under because you are redeemed from it. See, way before chapter 5 even begins, in chapter 4, what Paul writes is this. And we're, we're going to be talking about God's standard for holiness. This is what Jesus fulfills, God's standard for holiness. When the right time finally came, God sent his own son. He came as the son of a human mother and lived under the Jewish law. God's standard for holiness to what to redeem those who were under the law so that we might become God's children to show that you are his children how did he show how, how, how is he gonna show us that we're his children God sent the spirit of his son what we're supposed to allow lead us where did he send it into our hearts the spirit who cries out father my father so then you are no longer a slave you're no longer a slave to what society says about you you're no longer a slave to, to the things that you thought you ought to have achieved by now to the way that you thought you ought to, ought to be you're no longer a slave 
but a child. And since you are his child, God will give you all that he has for his children. Today, I think we need to let go of whatever standard, whatever law we are being led by. And to live a, a, a life empowered by the Spirit, we ought to accept that we are children of God and receive what he has for us. Receive his love, his kindness, his patience. And allow him to produce that in our lives. Can we stand today? this church right here and before I continue if you're here and you want to be led and you want to change what you're being led by and now be led by the Spirit I, I want to pray this over you and so you can say it with me if you'd like you can allow me to pray it Lord I, I ask that from today on that we no longer try to be better people but we live in the work and the betterness that Jesus Christ did for us and we allow that to empower our lives Lord that we may be led by the one who paved the way and did all that we could not do and empowered to do so Lord. In Jesus name we hope you enjoyed this podcast our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com slash give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.